What is going on, guys? My name is Mac. Across from me, Black Farm Friend Basketball Connoisseur, Garrett Howe. And uh, I apologize that I have to immediately pause this podcast while I do the intro, but Garrett, did you hook your Ethernet cord into your computer? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Just had Bro, to make I'm sure. Up. Just had I'm to make sure. Up, dude. Anyway, guys, this is the 39th episode of the Press Breaker podcast. Coming at you guys from the virtual press box because we don't really record in the physical press box anymore because, well, Garrett decided he wanted to grow up, go and get bigger down in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's right. That's absolutely right. And no, I don't have anything. I was going to say something. I don't have anything. I have nothing. All right, bro. All right. No, I think he was going to say something, and then he realized, ah. Maybe I'll look like a doofus if I say it. So I just I thought I had something and I just didn't have anything. It like started a thought and then the thought just like poof. It was okay. gone. Nice, nice, nice. That's what happened. <clears throat> but anyway, guys, uh, if you're not aware, probably going to be a shorter episode today because all we're talking about is playoffs, you know? Yep. So play in. If I'm not mistaken, I think I had the Clippers beating the Pelicans last time we were on here. And they did not do that. So the Pelicans advanced. Uh, they became the one seed in the... Uh, or they be- they became the eighth seed in the West. Facing off against the Phoenix Suns. And, you know... Old Devin Booker. He's... Not looking too hot right now. You know, he he's out for two to four weeks. With mm. that injury. That came about 30 seconds after... Fist pumping, or fist bumping, not pumping, fist bumping a baby. A tragedy. But hey, the little guy was cute, so. You know, it was deserved, a cool moment. Yeah, deserved the fist bump, but yeah, we're, we currently have a 1-8 uh, tied series right now in the West with 1-1. Um, so I, I don't know what you want to do. I don't know how you want to do this, Gert. I just have the bracket here. I was just going to go left to right, up, down, you know. That's fine. Uh, and, you know, with Suns Pelicans, I don't think this really means anything, to be honest. I still think the Suns win. Maybe it gets stretched to seven with Devin Booker out, but I doubt it. It's my opinion. Yeah, I really don't think so. All this really means is that Mikel Bridges uh, is going to get a few more touches, which, hey, he's an efficient guy. So the more touches might produce in some 30-point games out of him. Maybe we see Mikel Bridges turn his offensive leaf. Uh, but you, might, you never know. Obviously, you have DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul, who is an elite lob threat. You know, elite. Yep. That is an elite duo right there. You know, you've got basically Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan, or Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. Except DeAndre Ayton has a little. No, I'm not even gonna say a little. He has a lot more of a skill set than DeAndre Absolutely. Jordan and Blake Griffin. You know, he can play offense and defense. You know, he can pull up for a shot. DeAndre Ayton is. He had a little bit of an in-season rough patch, and it, like it feels shitty to call it a rough patch because it was really just other people popping off and him just kind of taking a back seat. He wasn't even playing bad, but his numbers were down. But he's still like a good player, you know. Like he's he's a very solid player. I'm still waiting for thirty points, like thirty points anytime he wants it, DeAndre Ayton, like Embiid and Jokic and kind of yeah. Cat. Now, like I'm waiting for that DeAndre Ayton still. Yeah, I don't know if that'll yeah. ever come, but it'd either. be dope if it did. He might just be a 
16 and 12 guy the rest of his career, which is obviously works out which for the Suns. So yeah. yeah. Um, what what matchup we got next? We've got Dallas and Utah, man. We've got pretty pretty even series, and yep. it's very scary that it's even because Luka Doncic is still yet to play. So Spencer Dinwiddie on the come up, like you predicted last week. Hey, it's kind of happening. It's kind of happening. You know what else is happening? Our boy Maxi Kleber, man, with the twenty-eight point mm. game two, I believe, something of the sort like that. Maybe it was he game one. Of, I don't know. He went eight of fifteen from the three and the field in game two off the yeah. bench. Jalen yeah. Brunson also had forty-one that game. Yeah, Jalen Brunson, <laughs> bro. I mean, you've always been high on him. I'm not gonna lie, your your highness on him kind of sparked me to be high on him. So I mean, I'm I've got to admit, you put me on, but you've seen it. You you were on the Jalen Brunson train way before anybody else I knew was on it. I knew. Dude, he he just needed his moment and here it is. Yeah, he got it. it. Um so, Luca back game four, by the way. I don't know if you saw that yet or not. Yes, but I did Luca see is that. back game four. So Which which is cool, you know? That's fine. Um with Luca, I think that it doesn't really matter. I think once Luca comes back, I think they'll win every game and win the series. Utah, I think it's just time, man. Like, they're a good team. They always are a good team, but they just can't take that next step. They've got to do something. They've got to reconstruct something over there in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I think the only way Utah is winning this series is they won the first two in Dallas, to be honest. And that didn't happen. So, uh, I'm with you, I think. I think Dallas wins this series, and I honestly think they'd have a good chance to win it without Luka at this point, just the way the first two games looked. Yeah. Um, just so wasn't, wasn't feeling it. Moving on, we have a 3-6 matchup with Golden State and Denver. And let me tell you, dude, are we going to see Nikola Jokic two years in a row get swept? Last year being the reigning, or I guess not reigning, but newly crowned MVP of the league, he... Got swept by the Suns. First time I think we've seen a regular season MVP get swept in the playoffs in a very long time. Don't quote me on that. However, that is just... I'm just using my memory here, using my big old noggin. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's the first time that's happened in a long time. Since LeBron, I think. Because LeBron won the 2007 MVP, right? Yep. And he got swept I by the Spurs so. in the finals. So, that might have been the last time it happened. I don't know. Don't let me know if I'm wrong. But, uh... Curry, man. Off the bench Curry. I never thought I'd see it. Never Look thought Curry, I'd man. see it. Look at Curry, man. Curry, so man. <laughs> inspirational. Dude. But, <clears throat> go, dude, I don't really know what to say. It's just the Splash Brothers and the pool, man. Like, I guess Jordan Poole, his last name being a body of water, makes it so much sweeter that he needs to be inducted into the Splash Brothers. They need to yep. be the Splash siblings or something. I don't know. They need some sort of nickname because Jordan Poole is that guy. He's good, dude. He he's come a long way. Yeah. Um. I'm. Did you see what Yoke? Did you see where Jokic had a minus forty six over the first two games? Yes. The lowest in the league. Can't really blame. I don't really blame that on him that much. Um. Oh yeah. It's also, just kind of a team failure thing. Yep. Uh. I also don't know if I think the Warriors are that good. Or if I think the Nuggets are more so just that bad without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., to be honest. Yeah, like but they're just man, not a strong defensive team. I and figured the Warriors are just 
I figured Jokic would at least be able to pick up one game. Like, he I don't still know. might, but I don't see it. I just don't think they have any defense. Oh, they yeah. have any defense for the for the uh, Warriors. Now a lot of people don't, but still. Yeah, I mean it's hard to play. It's hard to play defense against the Warriors. We all know that. You know, nobody's disputing that. You know, yep. this is the this is the newly kind of humbled franchise that ruled the NBA Finals for what six years in a row or something mm-hmm. like that. So I mean, you got to look at it like. You know, they're still that team. You know, maybe they're not as good, but they still have the same coaching staff. They still have 90% of the star players that got them through that whole dynasty era. So it's like they're still, they are still the guys out West, you know? Um, Will they make it to the finals? I wouldn't say it's very far-fetched to say they won't make it, or Mm -hmm. to say they will make it to the finals. I think they could. Yeah, I think they definitely could. And seeing how these West teams are playing now, the West teams are playing with a lot more intensity in the playoffs than the East teams, I've noticed. The East teams are, well, the series are more lopsided. I guess that's what kind of makes it, makes that stand out to me. But, I don't know, man. But Golden State up 2-0. Golden State up 2-0. I think they probably sweep, to be honest. At best for the Nuggets, they win a game. Yeah. That's my thought. All right, so take the reins for me, Gert. Talk about this next series, oh, Memphis no. and Minnesota. All right, well, Minnesota pretty much ruled the game and game one, except when the bench was in for Memphis. Memphis has Memphis bench play is just elite, so yep. that was they made it close. But if Jaw was on the floor, Minnesota pretty much controlled the game. Then game two rolls around, and Minnesota just got absolutely dismantled. Jaw was one stat away from a triple-double. I mean, I think they lost by 32 or 33. It wasn't close. Um, and, and I texted you this yesterday. We're going to see how good of a coach Chris Finch is because we saw how good of a coach Taylor Jenkins was. Like He yep. completely flipped the game plan, completely took apart Minnesota, every, all the momentum they had, and we'll see if Finch can do the same thing. I don't know if he can. I I think he probably can, but I mean, we're gonna find out tonight. If this game goes the same way the other night did, I think the series is over. So funny how like flip flopped you've been on your opinion of the series. Same way with how I've grip, been with bro. Toronto, though. Same thing with how I've been with Toronto, bro. It's it's just you think you know how it's gonna play out until the game comes on and it turns out to play out exactly not how you thought it was going to. Let's say I told I in my actual prediction to you, I said that Minnesota would lose game two. I did not think Minnesota would lose game two by thirty plus points. That really has messed my thought of the series up because it yeah. does, it makes me really wonder if they actually yeah. have a chance of winning the series at all. Yeah, we're gonna see, we're gonna get to see if Chris Finch is really a half ass coach with these two home games, and we're gonna see if Cat can pull up to the. Pull up to the spot, you know? Pull up and yep. be the basketball player we know he can be. All these years, it's been, what, four years now? Five years now? Where we've said, look, Cat can get there. You know, Cat's got to turn it up. Cat's got to stop settling for these playing games or not being in the playoffs. Yep. We gave him half the credit for getting here. Although it was a play-in, unfortunate. It would have helped his case if he could have locked his team into the playoffs. But yep. he's here. He stole a game from Memphis. They need to pick up these two home games. 
Yep, it, 100%. Even if they pick up these two home games and then blow a 3-1 lead, at least we know Cat is legit in the playoffs because he won three games against a two seed. I'm not saying they got to go out and win the series because Memphis is incredible. Jaw is a bad man, but you need to pick up these home games. You need to put yourself in a 3-1 lead against this two seed. If you yep. blow it, so be it. But if not, you won a playoff series. And when was the last time that happened? 2004. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it all comes down to this. This is Cat's, I really wish I could drop the F-bomb, but this is Cat's effing moment. This is his time to shine. It all, it all legitimately comes down to this. 100%. He is either laughed at for the rest of his career or respected for the rest of his career after this series right here. Yep. And the thing is, he ain't even got to win it. He doesn't even have to win the series. He just needs to pick up these home games. Yeah, I'm with you all the way. We're going to find out tonight. I'm going to be very interested to see what happens. I just hope it's not another blowout. That's all I want. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. Moving on, we have the Eastern Conference. We have Miami playing someone who I kind of didn't expect to, to make it out of the play-in, to be quite honest with you. Atlanta Hawks. Miami, we know, amazing regular season team. We know they have 11 legitimate, competent players that they can play. But when that playoff comes, you've got to shrink your bench down. You want your best players in the game at all times. Miami said F that. And they are still going with their deep lineup, and it's working. Granted, it's working against the eight seed, but it's working. Um, Jimmy Butler, what, was, what did he have, 45, 51, something like that? 40, hold on, I'm about to look right now. Uh, 45. He had 45. 45-point game. I'm not high on Jimmy Butler at all. I actually kind of despise the man when it comes yep. to a basketball player. You know, man Jimmy Butler. I don't know. You know, I don't know him as a man. I don't want to disrespect him. But as a basketball player, I don't really like him. But, I mean, say what you want. Dude pulls up and wants to win in the playoffs. I mean, he did get to the finals. This team does know how to get there. You know, although it was a bubble finals. Some people call it a fluke, in kind of including me. Um, but you know, you got Tyler Hero back, undoubtedly six man of the year. If he doesn't win it, NBA is wrong. You know, you got Jimmy Butler, you got Kyle Lowry who has a championship. You have PJ Tucker who has a championship. You have, I think that's it. Yeah, that's probably it. I don't know. Yeah, but don't... You got Gabe Vincent, Max Strus. You got all them, all them dudes, man. They they are coming to play. Will they get to the finals? I don't know. I kind of hope so. You know, with the bleak outlook of the two teams. I got to answer this phone call. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, no problem. Well, guys, as he's uh, as he's taking this phone call, you know what? Great time to tell you guys if you do enjoy the podcast. Consider liking it, considering subscribing to it, consider following it, consider doing anything on your platform to show us any bit of support whatsoever. We appreciate it. We appreciate you guys being here. We love it that you guys are tuning in every week, listening, um, all that good stuff. So yeah, guys, follow us on Twitter at press underscore breaker. Um, we tweet not a lot, like, like not at all. I'm going to be honest, like not at all, but, um. But we do tweet sometimes. Gert used to do his uh, press bookie stuff, but 
he uh, found himself in a financial crisis after about a week because he, he can't pick a winning bet, but, you know, that's fine. All that stuff is fine. But, yeah, guys, appreciate y'all. Episode 40 coming next week. You guys know where to find us every Friday, 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern. Press Breaker Podcast on the All You Need to Know page. The show where you hear about everything, learn about nothing. Hosted by Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Sometimes Isaac Bear. Because, you know, DJ B. Speaking of DJ, man. Shout out to DJ, man. The host of All You Need to Know. That dude is a head coach now. For a local high school varsity basketball team. He is a head coach. That is mint. That is pristine. What an outstanding job done by DJ, man. Congrats to him. Garrett is still on this phone call. Um, so I guess I'm just going to pause this and resume it when he comes back. For you guys, it'll be maybe a split second. For me, it'll be however long it takes Garrett to get off the phone. Uh, I think the Hawks just don't need to be in the playoffs right now. I don't think they're ready. I don't know how the same team looks uh, less complete than last year. To be honest, I think that's like very wild to me. Same team uh, except Cam Reddish. That's what I'm saying, and he didn't play really, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I don't know what happened to the Hawks. They just look worse. Um, I don't. I think it should have been the Cavs. I think the Cavs would have put up a better fight than this. Honestly, I um, 100% agree. I yes, actually 1,000% agree. Just don't think the Hawks should be here. I think it's gonna be a sweep series, and it's gonna be a really boring series. Yeah, which granted. I guess it really doesn't matter because I don't think Cleveland would have like been able to win. No. They would have had a decent chance. Um moving on. I uh oh, the one I don't want to talk about. We Philadelphia and Toronto. 3-0. Man, look. Here's the thing. I have three main points as to why this series is as out of hand as it is. One, Joel Embiid is the MVP of the league. Uh, that, that's really it. I mean, Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. At the end of the day, he is going to feast. And Toronto not really having a true center besides Precious Achua, which he's still undersized for being a center. I mean, you throw Precious Achua, Kim Birch, or Chris Boucher on Joel Embiid, and Joel is going to eat all of them for lunch like it's nothing. Um, I mean, shout out to Kim Birch for being, you know, re uh, a rebounding big for how small he really is. You know what I mean? Shout out to him for that. Shout out to Chris Boucher for being so athletic and, you know, being able to block shots and all that. And shout out to Precious Achua for just being a good player. He's just undersized. Like, there's nothing wrong with how Precious plays the game of basketball. He's just undersized for someone like Joel Embiid. So, you know, they just don't get the job done. And they haven't got the job done. Kim Birch and Chris Boucher for two seasons have not got the job done. So I think they got to trade for somebody in the offseason. That is a big rim-protecting center. You know, someone like Rudy Gobert. You know, Utah, they, they can't really figure it out. I think it should be done. I think Masai should be calling up uh, whoever the GM is. Is it Dan Snyder? Is that the Utah no, Jazz GM? Quinn Snyder's the coach. Yeah. Oh, Dan Snyder's the one that did the Nickelodeon shows, isn't he? Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, nobody likes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bad guy. Yep. Rick, that guy. But uh, but anyway, second thing, Scotty Barnes being injured. 
Say what you want. I'm mad at Joel Embiid for injuring Scotty Barnes. Uh, granted, I don't think Toronto would be like winning the series or anything, but I think it could be two one. I think it could be two one if Scotty Barnes was playing. Yeah, um, they could have won last night. Yeah, they they definitely could have won last night, and that was even without Scotty. That, which brings me to my last point, and I never thought I would be making this point in my entire existence, but Fred Van Vliet absolutely clamped curry in the finals he is probably the second biggest reason why the raptors won the finals that year one obviously being Kawhi. but man has he really just shit the bed when it comes to the playoffs ever since like in the Celtics series in the bubble you know og and obi played amazing oh that was og and obi's turning point right there was that celtic series in the bubble but Fred Van Vliet kept getting destroyed by, was it Dennis Schroeder at the time? No, Schroeder just got there. Um, it would have been Kyrie. In the bubble? Yeah, Kyrie was on the Celtics in the bubble. Okay, well, Kyrie, I guess Kyrie then destroyed Fred Van Vliet. And then last year, obviously, 27-45, and 45, they didn't make the playoffs. But this season, he is dropping the ball defensively in the playoffs as well. And I don't know if it's because he's taken on a bigger role being the kind of co-first option with Pascal Siakam, but it's almost like he's kind of dropped his defensive duty. You know what I talked about a long time ago on the podcast, like almost a year ago now, because, you know, it was one of the first episodes we did. I talked about how these people that gain the title of like elite defensive player they kind of get that title and then start running away on defense. That's exactly what Fred Van Vliet is doing, man. He is not up to the challenge of guarding Tyrese Maxey, and it's Tyrese Maxey, bro. Like, this guy is two or three years into the league. I can't remember. This, is his, that. this is his first playoff series as a legitimate, competent NBA player. And Fred Van Vliet is getting absolutely torched by him. So it's yep. like, I don't know if he needs to maybe take a step back and be the second or third option on offense, but Freddie, you made the money. You got your nickname. You got your money off of being a defensive-minded guard because those super short point guards that are very good at defense, they're annoying because they're always up in you. You know what I mean? Yep. Pause. Yep. But Pause. They're, just always, they're just always in your grill being a disruption. And yep. Fred Van Vliet is not doing any of that. And it's not like he's getting in foul trouble, so it's prohibiting him to do it. I think he had one foul in game three. One or two fouls. And you're telling me that he's not being aggressive on defense? Like, something has got to change. And Gary Trent Jr. has got to start hitting shots consistently. I am I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of getting mad now talking about it. I am sick and tired of Gary Trent being a walking 35-point bucket but only getting eight points because he's shooting four for 19. Yep. Uh, he's, he's been bunned since that 30-point uh, outburst, like that 30-point streak he had during the season with like seven, yeah. seven games. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. All I got to say about Toronto is they need a center. That's it. That, that defines the series for me. That's it. Yeah. That, I think that defines their chances of be, being a championship contender. Need a center. getting a center. And Fred Steven Van Vliet, Adams even would be viable at this point. Yeah, yes, I agree. Steven Adams would be way somebody older. Somebody like 
even with somebody just like a big body. That's it. That's all I need at this yeah. point. Yeah, Andre Drummond. Andre body. Drummond would be great. Andre Drummond would put I, them in the finals. I bet they could get him. Honestly, yeah. Andre Drummond would um, put them in the finals. I'm I'm yeah. sticking to that. But that's that's all I have about Toronto. Anyway, that's Philly Philly probably wins next game four zero. You know I I didn't expect Toronto to win the series realistically. But damn, the fan in me wanted them to at least win one game. Like, I mean, you said Philly and seven, and I, I thought Philly and six. Like, I thought it was close. Yeah, but it, it just hasn't and shown it's that just except not. the last game. Yeah, it's just not. And I'm just now starting to look at the weather, and it looks ugly outside. It's uh, Ooh. it's just cloudy. It's actually not supposed to rain or anything. So, oh wow, that's there's crazy. your weather report. Yeah, it's kind of nice outside too. It's the press box weather report. But, uh, yeah, it's like seventy degrees outside. Uh, but yeah. Well, what were you going to say? I was going to say Bulls-Bucks now. I don't know if yeah. there's anything else on the Raptors 76 Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's not. Bulls-Bucks. DeMar DeRozan doing, doing his thing <laughs> that we never saw from DeMar DeRozan, and that's popping off in the playoffs. Um, The new scenery, man, I think he loves Chicago. I low-key. I, I don't, I don't want to throw shade on his name. I don't want to disrespect the man because he's still, you know, one of my favorite players of all time. You know, he's a Raptors legend. I think he low-key might like Chicago more than Toronto. I think so. I mean, and I think he, like, you know, he said after his 40-point game last night, I'm just trying to keep the two-pointer alive. I think that's, like, been his secret mentality this whole time, and he just keeps doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's just trying to justify that you don't have to shoot threes, and he just hasn't said that out loud all season, but that's what, just what he's been doing. Yeah. Um. I mean, the guy sucks. had 41. Mm. Uh. And I think the Bulls can win the series now with Chris Milton out for three to four weeks. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think, um, I also think Lonzo Ball being out is big for the Bulls. Yeah, still, still, still insanely crucial. But you have Patrick Williams who, the paw, you know, was out for what eight months, nine months, and we thought was out for the year. Yeah, and he came back, and he's putting up good numbers. I mean, they gave him the starting spot, which is kind of unfair to the likes of Javante Green and Derek Jones Jr., in my opinion, because they did step up and play pretty amazingly yep. for the cards that they were dealt. Um, but but I don't know, man. The Paul comes back. Game two, he has 10 points, nine rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block. In 31 minutes, shooting 55% from the field, you can't complain with that. Like, that is normal. That's normal as Patrick Williams. Like, he's just That's a good Paul. guy. Yeah, yeah that, that is the Paul. Vucevic, big game, 24 points. Good on him to step up. Uh, and then Caruso. Just... Caruso starting at point guard. This last thing I got to say. Uh, Caruso starting at point guard is not, not a bad idea whatsoever because mm-hmm. his defensive mind is still really good for the team. Uh, I was going to say, I like that DeRozan after game one said, me, Vooch, and Levine aren't going to shoot this bad again. And then they went on to not shoot that bad again and just lit him up last night. Yeah, they did. How many Levine have? Uh, 24, I believe. Yeah. 20, 19, something. If you got your, if you got your guard duo scoring 60 plus, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, but yeah, I think the Bucks still win. To be honest, I just think that the Bulls have a chance now that Chris Milton's out for the series. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. And with him being out, what was it, two to four weeks? Three to four, actually. I Three think. to four. Wow. Yeah. Not, so, not the two to four. Honestly, it would probably be better on Milwaukee to drag this series out. Because if they win, say, the next three, and they're facing Boston next week, 
because Boston's on a track for a 4-0 sweep right now. So I, I don't mean to mash the conversation about two different series together, but if you're Milwaukee and get out of there within the next week or week and a half, and you're immediately facing Boston without Chris Middleton, L. they can they can go down 0-2-0-3 quick. And that's just the scary thing for Milwaukee. Do you want to do you want to try to get this series over with quick, or do you want to try to drag it out? Yeah, I, if I'm Milwaukee, obviously you don't try and drag something out, but if they got to be thinking that in the back of their head, right? Like there's yeah. no way they beat Boston or Brooklyn mm-hmm. if Brooklyn comes back without Chris Middleton. There's just no way. Yeah. So, Which, I think they need him. Yeah, that that's scary situation. Honestly, I feel like all these things just domino effect into Miami solidifying their spot in a finals, maybe. Miami, you know Miami's sitting down there, and they're sitting down there at uh, the American Airlines Arena. That's not even what it's called anymore, is it? No, it's not, I don't think. But anyway, they're sitting down there at their arena, and they're like, ooh... We got Chris Middleton out, and ooh, we got potentially Milwaukee being out to Chicago. If not Chicago, maybe the Celtics, and they're just going to cruise. But they also have to worry about Joel Embiid next round, which is good no. Good thing they got Bam. Good thing they yeah. have a center. Yeah, good thing they have Bam and and Dwayne Dedman. He's not crazy good, but at least he's big. Yeah, big body yeah. for a couple minutes. Yeah, but uh, um, Joel Embiid, the way he's playing, man, yeah. I, Miami shouldn't be, he's nothing to sneeze at, that's for sure. No. But moving on, Boston-Brooklyn, man, last series of the day. Wow. I didn't expect it to be this. Okay, the scores aren't, like, bad, right? You know, no. a game, a seven-point loss in game one for Brooklyn and a one-point loss in game two for Brooklyn. But just the way they've handled their crunch time, is extremely sloppy and it's almost as if Brooklyn just doesn't have that late game awareness which is crazy because you have a two-time champ in uh Kevin Durant and a one-time champ in Kyrie Irving yep so you know what what's the problem here is it Steve Nash he's an inexperienced coach that could be the problem. However, it could also be that just the Celtics do have the best crunch time defense in the league. Um, you know, that's I don't know what I don't know how that metric is tracked, but uh, you know, apparently they have the best crunch time defense or whatever. So I don't know, man. Uh-huh. But Derek White, how about your guy, Derek White? How about him? Getting the shaft game two. Only being mean? only being played thirteen minutes. Hey, I think that I was about to say that's a good on Udoka though, because Peyton Pritchard came in and was giving him buckets, so he let him stay in. Yeah, that's what happened there. So that's I was going to say Udoka might just be a better coach than we all realize too, though. And like you said, their de- Boston's defense is nuts. I mean, it's just nuts. Yeah, like imagine if if they had Robert Williams, it would look like they were in a great position to sweep. Honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think Steve Nash is at fault. Um, I don't really think, I just think Kyrie and KD aren't hitting shots. I don't think that's really their fault either. I mean, sometimes it's. ADO for 10 in the fourth quarter. Now, he actually is playing bad. Kyrie played good game one. And Obviously, just, yeah. Yeah. He didn't play good last night or two nights ago, whenever that was. But 
I think that this series will probably end up 2-2, honestly, or 3-2. Yeah. Like, it'll end up close like that. Go into, I yeah. think that it's going 6, probably. Now, we were yeah. wrong. I said Brooklyn was sweeping, and here we are, Brooklyn down 0-2. Yeah. So I could be totally wrong again, but I, I don't think Brooklyn's going to go out like that. But the, the bright light to look at, the, the optimistic way of looking at this is you lost by one to one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now with your superstar duo shooting eight for 30. Yep. So, you know, take that how you will, but I, I'm not mad. If, if I'm the Nets, if I'm Kyrie or Kevin on the plane heading back to Brooklyn, well, I guess they probably don't get on a plane to go from Boston to Brooklyn, but, um, you know, if I'm sitting there, I'm not mad. I think Cam Thomas needs to play more than 23 seconds. When, if Kyrie and Kevin aren't shooting well, they need to get spark plug buckets in the game, and that's when you insert Cam Thomas. However, they did insert Goran Dragic, and I, I, I hate that man. I hate him for what he did to Toronto. But he had 18 points. So, say what you will about him. Hey, uh, two things. Uh, my last thought on Brooklyn. Brooklyn's 0-2 in the playoffs this year when Blake Griffin doesn't play. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> They're 0-2 when LaMarcus Aldridge doesn't play either. That's crazy. Now, there's something to think about. Um, and I've got, a, I've got a final thought here, too. Um, not related to the playoffs at all. Uh, Shaq is throwing his name in the coaching ring for the Lakers. He said he would coach the Lakers if they gave him 25 mil a year for four years. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, essentially, if they gave him a player salary, he yeah. do it. I don't even know uh, if he could do it, though. That team might be unrecoverable. You might be able to ship Greg Popovich there, and he wouldn't even be able to dig him out. I think the only reason Shaq would work sort of is him and LeBron would just yell at each other until they got in a fist fight, and Shaq's winning that fist fight, so then Shaq wins. He gets his way. Bro, you think Shaq would win a fist fight with LeBron? I think he'd kill him. I don't know. It is Shaq. Shaq is a big man. All, and he still works out. Like, he's not just loafing around. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. He's got hands as big as a rock. Come on. That's, that's true. He'd do he be having bolder hands. But, you know, playoffs, it's been fun. I will They've say been really it's, 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 it's been, been really fun. Good. It's been fun basketball to watch. Continues tonight with, what is it? Uh, Memphis, Minnesota, Golden State, Denver, Dallas, Jazz, Utah. Mass. Yep, that's and it. That's it. Yeah. Three. I like the three games a night too. Yes, and I do. I like. I like that there's games every night. I love that. Yeah, I like that they've done away with four team or four matchups here, four matchups here, and they just alternate every day. I like yeah. that they've spread it out. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that for sure. But. But. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I think that's gonna wrap up. Uh. This episode of the Press Breaker Podcast, installment number thirty-nine. Yep. Um, if you guys did enjoy, you know, make sure to leave that like on the platform, leave a subscribe, leave a favorite, whatever you got to do, leave a follow, whatever you got to do to show your support on the platform. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at press underscore breaker. I kind of went, I kind of went through all this when you were on the phone, uh, so I kind of gave him the whole spill. But uh, we appreciate you guys' support. Um, yep. next week with episode 40, we're probably just going to be doing the same thing. Um, maybe we'll pull out something special. I don't know. Yeah. But 
by the time we hit episode 50, playoffs will be done. Uh, obviously. So, yeah. Yeah, to 10 weeks. Yeah, definitely. Um, but by the time well, we hit 50, they'll be done. Trust me, they'll be done. Oh, yeah, it'll be July almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll do something crazy for the 50th episode. I don't really know yet. Uh, but, Anyway, guys, we love you. Thank you for the support. Stay safe. Every Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, Press Breaker Podcast. Appreciate you guys. Goodbye.